Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mastering Janitorial. I am your host, as always, Peter Boland. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about 10 essential questions to ask during a commercial cleaning walkthrough. Okay, so so why this video? This video is really important because I've actually been doing some walkthroughs with some partners and I've been having them send me recordings of walkthroughs they do so I can kind of evaluate it. And we're just going to give you the basics, the the 10 basic questions that you should be asking every single time. That does not mean there is not more questions that you should be asking. We have a lot of very, very deep, deep questions that we ask so we can find out real unspoken uh, objections. But if you don't have these 10, very, very difficult for you to try to close a deal while doing the walkthrough. And it's also extremely difficult for you to give an accurate pricing because you don't really know all the information. So number one is uh, number of cleans per week. So how many days a week do they need clean? Is it two times? Is it five times? Is it seven times? Is it twice a day? Whatever it is, you need to find out what it is. Okay. Very, very basic one. When we're training new people, um, sometimes they forget, they don't really forget how many days a week, but they do forget the next one, which is what days are those cleaned? So number two is what days do they get cleaned on? So is it twice a week and Tuesday, Thursday or Wednesday weekend? Is it five times a week and, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday? Well, like how many days a week is it? Um, is really, really important. And then what days do they get clean? Okay. Number three is start and end times for when you can clean. So start and end times are, let's say it's twice a week and the start time and end time is anytime after six and provided it's clean before they start the next day, they don't care. Dude, that's a great contract. That is such a good contract because, um, you know, it's very, very easy to find an employee to do it. But if it's twice a week and they want you to be there at 1 p.m. exactly to clean and you have to be done by two, that is a lot harder of a contract to staff. It's not full time. It's part time during the day. Going to be hard to find a staff member. What happens if they're 15 minutes late from their other job? Uh, this usually results in you having to increase the amount that you're billing them. Uh, there, there's just no way around it. Or if it's, uh, Hey, we don't mind you cleaning, but you have to be here at 2 AM again, very difficult to staff that it's a lot easier to staff a building that's, you know, starts at six or five and any time until the next day they clean. So that's the number, uh, third one. Cause that's three is going to affect the price. Obviously one's going to affect the price. Um, four is who supplies paper products. Okay. So paper products are, Paper towel, toilet paper, um, uh, paper towel, toilet paper, garbage bags. Uh, we're talking hand soap. I kind of like shove that in there. Kleenex that they have any type of product that their business is going to use. That is a consumable that you're not responsible for, uh, purchasing for your cleaning. Um, a lot of the time businesses are going to want you to change over their paper products. They're going to want you to keep track of and let them know when they're getting low. So if you get into a contract and you haven't really found out who supplies them, who stocks them, um, 
and who lets the person know if they're running low, what you're going to do is you're going to run into eventual time where a, they're not going to have any, they're going to expect you to pay it. B they're not going to have any, they're going to be upset because you didn't notify them and it, it always becomes a problem. So who supplies it? And then the other ways with it. Now I don't really like contracts where we have to supply it. Um, it's just uh, an annoyance because we do everything on scale. So we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of contracts and deviation from our standard systems and, and processes sometimes results in issues, but we have, but when a client asks if it's over a thousand bucks, we'll usually end up doing it with them. We have deals that we broker with janitorial supply shops so that we get a percentage of what we order from them. Uh, we give them standard billing rates and then um, our cleaners just notify us when there's an issue and they get it delivered right to their place. So those are the main ones. Okay. So who supplies the paper products? Who in installs the, uh, if they're running low, all that stuff you need to find out. Number five is frequency of what gets cleaned. Okay. So if you're in there two days a week, man, let's say three days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, and weekend, you're not doing high dusting every time. Nine out of 10 places or 9.9 .9 out of 10 places are not going to ask for it, but they are going to ask for it monthly. So you need to find out if on Tuesday, Thursday, we are just doing floors, garbages, kitchen, and bathrooms. And then on the weekends, we're doing desk and sanitizing and high dusting monthly. And maybe quarterly, you're doing baseboards and chair legs. And you need to really break it down to every single thing that they want not just, okay, each time I come, they want chair legs done or ba ba ba, because that increases the cost astronomically. And what I see a lot of cleaners do is they cookie cut their cleaning, which is every single time I show up, I'm going to give it a full clean. And that's great. If you're a residential cleaner, you know, we have our place cleaned residentially, like my, my home cleaned residentially twice a week, one day full, huge cleaning, the other one bathrooms and floors, you know, and kitchen, that's it. So like we do very basics and it offsets the cost, uh, instead of having a full clean all the time. So you need to look at that for your cleaning company, uh, for your quote, because it is going to astronomically change what the price is. You can get in and out of like a 5,000 square foot facility in two hours or less if you're just changing garbages and doing floors and those floors are carpets. Carpet's the big one because majority of the time what they really want is it vacuumed edge to edge once a week and the other days they just want you to spot vacuum. Even if you're doing a five-day-a-week contract and it's 20,000 square feet, I've met very, very few contracts that want it fully vacuumed every time. They want it edge to edge vacuumed weekly. And then the rest is like spot. So if you're giving a quote based on full vacuuming every day, it's we're going to beat you every single time. You're just going to price yourself out. So you need to find out exactly what the frequency is and make sure that your production rates are accurate. So that's number five. Number six is specific cleaning slash chemical requirements. Maybe quarterly, they need you to do a strip and wax or carpet cleaning. Okay. Uh, or they don't want any scented chemicals in their facility or, um, they require a specific type of chemical 
whatever it boils down to, you need to find out if they need any extra work. So maybe before you're going in, you're looking at doing a, a detailed clean of floors, baseboards, walls, high dusting, all the stuff to get it up to par. Um, so you really need to find out specifics and then any chemical requirements. Um, you know, we have, we don't use acid in buildings unless it is time to use acid in a building where there's a, a toilet that's not being cleaned accurately with the chemicals that we have. So we have to bring in acids. I've seen too many other janitorial companies go into a facility with, uh, you know, acid cleaners and then burn holes in carpets and then have to replace a whole carpet because the cleaner was just negligent when he was walking with it and it ruined a whole carpet. Um, so we don't, allow acid cleaners in the facility unless we're having an issue with a facility of not getting it up to 100% clean then we bring it in for it so you know that there's there's very like there's specifics that you need to know in order to deliver a quality quote to somebody we have some clients that request air fresheners uh so we have to bill extra for the air fresheners okay and then number seven would be, do they have an existing cleaning company? Or is this the first time they're, they're looking at using one? If, uh, if they have an existing cleaning company, they're moving or looking for quotes because there is an issue with their existing cleaning company, whether that issue is price-based, whether that issue is service-based, you're going to have to find out by digging and asking questions. Or if this is the first time they're doing a janitorial service, then you need to find out why now, why not before what's changed, right? Um, what is their expectations? Cause if they've never had one before, they're probably going to think all cleaning companies are the same and they're just going to look at pricing. So you need to set expectations for them. Number eight is when they are look, when are they looking to start? Right? So if you go and you do a quote and you're, and they're like, well, you know, we're just kind of gathering quotes right now. Um, they're really not that serious. Um, but again, if you ask them, you know, do you have an existing company? And, and then they're like, ah, we're just kind of gathering quotes. What they're probably doing is they're starting to see inconsistencies with their existing company. And then they're gathering quotes for when they want to change over. So that's an indicator of you having to, you know what I mean? Build out a longer follow-up process so that you stay top of mind for them. It doesn't mean that you can't try to close right away, but it might be more of a 60-day, 90-day changeover instead of a 5-10-day changeover. Okay. Uh, number nine is what problems are you currently having that's making you look for a, a cleaning service and why now, right? So we mentioned the why now if it was looking for a new company, but if they have an existing company, you know, like what problems are they currently having that's making you wanting to switch? You need to find out specifics. The, the more specific you can get, like, oh my God, I came in. Like, this is something that's happened to us. We, uh, a guy called in, we did the presentation with him. He goes over and he's like, honestly, I came in and it was uh, Saturday. And I guess the cleaner came in at 3 a.m. to clean, went and laid down on my couch without his pants on. <laughs> And I walked in and he was sleeping on my couch in his underwear when he should have been cleaning. Uh, okay. That's a very specific incident that happened, which is why this cl client was looking at switching over. So that tells me that this client wants to ensure that we're not bringing on people like that 
and what our uh, consistency and our cleaning looks like and what our hiring process looks like and how we avoid specific issues like that for the future. Okay. So, um, you know, it could be cleaning related. Majority of the time, it probably is cleaning related. Uh, their inconsistency, you'll hear, you'll hear um, some days they're great, some days they're not. Whatever you hear these like surface level topics, you have to find out the real reason. Is it the dusting that's the issue? Is it communication? You've communicated with them a few times and haven't received anything back. Like you have to find out the exact issue and then you need to show how your company solves those issues. So if they're like, oh yeah, we have an inconsistency with the garbages being changed. And when I communicate to them, I don't get anything back in return you need to have stuff in your business processes systems to ensure that doesn't happen you can't just be like okay yeah we're going to make sure that never happens okay well how are you going to make sure that there's no issues with garbages do you have processes and programs in place to do it what does your inspection system look like how often do you follow up what is your training what type of people do you hire Right? Like, how are you going to ensure that they're not going to have the exact same issue? What references are you giving them? All this stuff. The more you can give them with information, the easier it is for them to decide to go with you because they're going to feel very confident about your company. But if you just tell them, we don't do that, we're going to solve the problem and put somebody better in, you're, you're not really doing the best. Okay. And whatever you tell them, it needs to be backed up with writing information and proof. Okay. So don't just tell show. Okay. And then the last one, number 10 is beside yourself is anyone, is there anyone who's involved in the, uh, this decision-making, uh, sorry, man, I wrote this absolutely incorrectly besides yourself. Is there anyone else who's involved in the decision-making process and what is your company decision-making process look like? Okay. So the reason why you want to ask those two questions is first of all, is, are you talking to the decision maker? If you're talking to the decision maker, you could probably solve this right away for them. But if they got to hand it to a head office and then there's a board of directors meeting, that's not going to happen for three weeks from now. Um, very, very difficult for you to solve that issue immediately for them. Now that doesn't mean the person's being honest and truthful with you that it could be a lie that they're saying because they just don't want to be honest with you because they know you're going to move in. If you say they're a decision maker, so you need to have rebuttals and overcome objections with it. Again, all I'm doing is giving you the questions here. I'm not really giving you the processes to kind of overcome them. If the question you ask is not really getting the answer that you want, uh, but you need to find out who all is involved in the decision-making process and you need to find out what their decision-making process looks like. Is it a three month or a six months? Does the board of directors need to make the decision? If the price is more than what you have now, does it, um, automatically, um, turn you down for services because they have a budget and you're already at your max budget. Like all these things come into place when you're talking about selling services to a company, right? Because if the CEO puts a budget in place and he's like, Hey, to the accountant, we don't spend a dime over what we've accounted for and what we said we're going to spend this year for cleaning services. And you come in and you sell them exactly what they want, but they're $300 over their budget and it eventually gets the CEO for approval and, and you never talked to the CEO or presented your services to him. He's just going to nix it because it doesn't meet the budget. Okay. So 
you need to make sure that you're falling in line with, with everything. So again, that's why I always tell people give options. So if it gets to the CEO and he can see three multiple prices and everything you're going to do. So it allows him some wiggle room with it. Okay. So those are the 10 questions. I'm going to go over them again. Uh, number of cleans per week. What days those are starting end times for when you clean who supplies paper products, uh, frequency of what gets done, specific cleaning or chemical requirements. Uh, do they have an existing company or is it their first time? Uh, when are they looking for someone to start? What problems are you currently having now that making you look for another service and why now? And besides yourself, is there, anyone else who's involved in the decision-making process and what does that process look like for your company? So those are 10 essential questions that you have to ask every single time. If you don't ask these 10, the results that you're going to get are going to be skewed. We have a lot of other questions that we ask to ensure that we get the best results when presenting and we can deliver the best price. And we'll be going over those in other videos, but these are just the basic 10. I hope you guys like them. Uh, as always, there's going to be another video tomorrow. If you like this video, hit subscribe, like the video, leave a comment, do all that same stuff. Okay. Thank you guys very much and hope you have a great day.